0: Hello, my name is Michael Way Noble. Welcome to today's program. Friends, evil is like COVID-19. It has to spread to survive. Think about it. This is a sermon series called The Coming Kingdom. And in today's message titled The Leaven in the Lump, The Leaven in the Lump, you will learn the reason why. Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, Open our eyes to see what is right in front of us. Open our ears to hear what you are saying, so that we will know what to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, 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 hallelujah. Friends, the coming kingdom is what the church age is all about. And so far, we've learned a lot about the kingdom of heaven the past six weeks. Let me begin today's sermon with a recap just in case you're just joining us so you can get caught up. Number one, Jesus preached and taught about the kingdom of God everywhere he went. He called it the gospel of the kingdom, which is the good news that God will one day establish his kingdom in the earth and Jesus will rule with his saints. Number two, until Jesus returns, God deals with the world primarily through the church. The church is made up of people that are called out of the world through faith in Jesus Christ. This is called the church age. Amen. Number three, the kingdom parables in Matthew chapter 13 are designed to reveal God's secret plan of salvation to redeem the whole world through the church. These parables conceal the truth from Jesus' enemies or unbelievers, while God's Holy Spirit must reveal them to Jesus' followers. So, Jesus is coming soon to rule in the earth with the saints. Until then, God is calling out His people from the world into the church. God primarily works in the, in the world through the church. That's called the church age. The kingdom parables are hidden secrets about how the world will be in the end times until Jesus returns. These parables are hidden from unbelievers while God's Holy Spirit must reveal them to Jesus' followers. In the parable about the sower, Jesus revealed That true believers will always be in the minority, in the world, and in the church. That was the first kingdom secret of the church age. In the parable about the weeds amongst the wheat, Jesus exposed the devil's apostate church, which grows right alongside the true church. That was the second kingdom secret of the church age. In the parable about the mustard seed, Jesus warned that people will flock in massive numbers to the counterfeit church, in effect, worshiping the devil while they think all along they're worshiping God. That was the third kingdom secret of the church age. Now you're all caught up in the preaching series, The Coming Kingdom. So today, I want to take a look at the parable about the leaven in the lump the parable about the leaven in the lump reveals the fourth kingdom secret of the church age now this parable is one of those that Jesus didn't interpret so fortunately we don't have to try and figure out what it means and interpret it on our own remember friends Parables are designed to conceal the truth from unbelievers on purpose, while God's Holy Spirit reveals the truth to believers. So do you know why God does this? So you and I can't figure it out all on our own and brag about it and take credit. But you must depend on God for revelation. Read Isaiah 55. His ways are too big for us to figure out. So if you think you can figure out this all on your own, you sadly mistaken. I've already lost you. You need to simply take God at his word by faith. Then his Holy Spirit will open your eyes to see what God is doing right in front of you and open your ears to hear what God is saying to you. And when you do this, listen, brothers and sisters, the Bible will come alive and open up to you because listen, the Bible interprets itself. Isn't that awesome? Read Isaiah 55, 8 through 11, 2 Peter 1, 19 through 21, John 16, 12 through 15. You see, the parable about the leaven recorded in Matthew chapter 13, verse 33. Let's read it now. Read along with me from the King James and in the NIV. And I quote, another parable spake he unto them. The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. Unquote. Now let's read together the New International Version. And I quote, He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Unquote. Friends, this is the fourth of the seven kingdom parables recorded in Matthew 13. It's the middle parable, three before, three after this parable is a bridge it's the key to understanding all of the kingdom parables why is this parable so important because jesus reveals the true nature of evil and how it affects the kingdom of god in the world through the eyes of the church let me say that again why is this parable so important because jesus reveals the true nature of evil And how it affects the kingdom of God In the world Through the eyes of the church Friends Evil is like COVID-19 It has to spread to survive You see Jesus' main point in the parable Is about the leaven And how it got into the lump So let's start with Making sure we all understand what we're talking about. The most common form of of leaven is yeast. And yeast is a fungus that feeds on sugar to make alcohol. When yeast is mixed with flour and water under extreme heat, it produces carbon dioxide that makes the bread rise. Now in the Bible, leaven or yeast represents evil. In the Old Testament books of Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy, God instructed his people, the Jews, and forbade them to use leaven or yeast in all of their baking. They couldn't eat bread with leaven in it or yeast. They couldn't put it under fire. They couldn't bake with it. They were to leave it totally alone. In effect, leaven or yeast represented a covenantal betrayal to God on a scale so terrible that if a Jewish family had a trace of leaven in their house During the seven day Passover feast, they were cut off from the nation of Israel forever. Read Exodus 12, 15 through 19 and chapter 13, verse seven. In the New Testament, Jesus said leaven or yeast represent the false teachings, heresy, hypocrisy, political wranglings and unbelief of the Bible teachers and politically correct preachers of his day. He sternly warned his disciples not to follow their evil example. Read Matthew 16, 5 through 12 and Mark 8, 14 through 21. Paul warned not to tolerate even the smallest of evil in the Corinthian church because a little leaven leavens the whole lump. You see, the Hebrew word for leaven means to spoil or to sour. 1 Corinthians 56 9. The Bible paints a clear picture when you put all these scriptures together. Leaven or yeast represents a covenant betrayal to God and automatically they were forever banished and separated from him and the nation. You see, in the parable of today, leaven or yeast again represents evil in the world that spreads to to survive like COVID-19. That's why the Lord is so hard on evil. And that's why leaven, it's such an important symbol that you understand how God feels about evil. Next time you're in a dark room and you cut on the lights, ask yourself, where did the darkness go? Darkness went somewhere. And I'll tell you where it went anywhere that the light wasn't shining. Hear me out. You see, darkness can only survive and spread in the absence of light. So God is dealing with evil in the world. Which means he's not able to bless or shine in that family or in that heart. You see, the woman in this parable shows that evil works through people that the devil controls. You heard me, friends. Look at what Jesus said. And I quote, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and hid. Unquote. The leaven didn't get into the flour all by itself. She put it there. Well, no, I dream the gene, and then it all all of a sudden puffs up. No, in the same way, evil works in the world, gets in nations, gets in governments, gets in industry, jobs, homes, people in their hearts, not all by itself. Somebody has to put evil there. And that is the way that evil works in the world since the beginning of human history. You see, because the devil tempted him, Adam ruined paradise. He lost his immortality. He separated himself from God. Because he took the evil that the devil dished out and then he passed it on to all mankind. Genesis three. Now the rest of us are naturally lost. It's in the same way that the woman in this parable, she took this evil. She took the leaven. She dished it out, passed it on to everybody by secretly putting it in the flower. Look at her actions. That's dirty. She did it in secret, undercover, hidden from view. You see, evil works in the world, my friends, by deception. Jesus said, and I quote, the kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, unquote. This woman took what she received from the devil, not God. It's the absence of light, absence of God. That's why she decided to hide or to mix it in in secret. She hid it and put it into the flour. Because, listen at this, the force of that word took means she was a willing agent of the devil. She took the devil's stuff and put it into that flour, adding this evil forbidden symbol into the mix. She hid what she was doing so she wouldn't be discovered. Friends, that's the dirty part. You see, life has taught me not to eat everybody's cooking because you'll never know what they putting in the food, amen. You be wise to, to examine your food, too, before you eat it. Unless you've shown up know who made it. You see, and I'm talking both literally and spiritually. You see, this woman, she looked right. She looked genuine. She looked like the real deal. She was a part, looked like of the true church. That's how she got access to so much flour. They trusted her. You see, the devil comes as an angel of, of light, but there's a hidden agenda there. She had a hidden agenda all the while she was pretending to be something she wasn't so she could sneak that old evil in there and Jesus is saying that's how evil works in the world the devil works through people that he can control and he uses them to disguise themselves as the people of God but remember everybody talking about heaven ain't going there you see evil has a corrupting effect that leaven or evil that was in the flower It represents a corruption. You see, it tries to stop what God is doing in the world through the church. That's the goal. Evil corrupts and has a corrosive effect. It's its nature to break stuff down. Let me explain. Yeast works by breaking down molecules through fermentation. Yeast is destructive in this way. And it spreads, it alters, and it changes stuff and it blows it up and gets it, makes it into alcohol, takes sugar and turns it into alcohol. And evil evil is just like that. You see, when the devil can control somebody, it's almost like they get everybody else drunk. It's like going out with your friends when you're young and all of a sudden you never drink and they try to get you drunk. You see, I'm so glad brothers and sisters, I ain't lost my marbles. These people out here that are conspiracy theorists, guess what? The Bible says you may be right. I want you to follow me. I know this sounds unreasonable to some of you, but that may be because your eyes ain't open. But if your eyes are open, this is going to get clearer to you. If your ears are open, you're going to understand this a lot better after today. Listen to this. Evil is a global conspiracy. Let me show you the conspiracy that Jesus exposes in this parable about the leaven. The kingdom of heaven is likened to leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, unquote. Friends, three measures of meal is a whole lot of flour. That's about 60 pounds of flour. And this amount of flour would produce enough dough to feed about 100 people. A, a woman in Jesus' day would not use this amount of flour to feed her family now this is a clear industrial illustration it's a large-scale application to the parable a bakery would use this much dough commercially to sell to the public that's Jesus point you see in this story about evil there's a conspiracy he's trying to expose to corrupt the true church on a massive scale through false teachings and commercialism. You heard me. This is what Jesus is saying. That the results of this leaven in the lump would be a conspiracy represented by the leaven put into the flower of the false apostate church that will grow alongside the true church and get bigger and bigger and bigger, corrupting as many people as it can and them falling for it through deception, through lies and heresies and doctrine from demons. They think they're worshiping God when they're really worshiping the devil. That's what he's talking about. You see, the parable about the leaven and the lump explains the how, the why, and the results of what we already learned in the first three parables: the sower, the weeds amongst the wheat, and the mustard seed. It brings it all into focus. Evil is like COVID-19, friends, it has to spread to survive. Evil is revealed basically when you put fire to it. You see the effects of yeast only really show up in the oven. That's one of the things that makes evil so deadly. Little leaven leavens the whole lump. Oh it just makes it deadly. By the time you realize that you got it, you already burn up. Just like in the parable of the mustard seed, the plant is transformed into a perverted hideous nesting tree or the the weed amongst the tares growing up there together these demons infiltrate they they invade God try to invade god's space so he'll leave and and he'll he'll take his presence away amen listen to this evil has a global agenda so when you look at the last concluding phrase of this parable and i quote the kingdom of Heaven It's like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour. Watch this. Until it worked all through the dough. unquote. Jesus is saying that the devil will continue his efforts to corrupt what God is doing in the world through the church. His secret agents who are under his control will carry out their hidden agenda to leaven the whole lump. Until the devil's apostate church reaches its zenith and produces a totally corrupt church through and through. He wants no light in the church. And that's what he's trying to build. When this happens, it's going to happen when God decides it's time to put the leaven or the dough in the oven. That's when you'll see it. You see, this is going to occur at the end of the church age, according to scripture. When Jesus appears in the sky to rapture the church called out ones, first 1 Thessalonians four, thirteen through eighteen. Praise the Lord. After the true church has been removed from the earth, then and only then can evil leaven the whole lump. Read first Thessalonians chapter two verses one through twelve. Bible says that during this time a false prophet will rise up, rise up, get it to establish a false religion under demonic influence to help the Antichrist rule over the people left behind during the seven-year tribulation period. Daniel chapter 7, Revelation chapter 17. In the parable about leaven, Jesus is talking about this future worldwide apostate super church that is represented by a woman that is called the great whore Babylon, Babylon, who leads the nations of the world through her drunkenness the bible says into religious and spiritual fornication and adultery against god and his christ take your time to read through revelation 17 please this is the corrupt religious industrial commercial system that is religious in nature but demonic in spirit that is represented by the 60 pounds of flour That the evil leaven made rise. So, what does all of this mean? The parable about the leaven is a prophecy about evil and the church that it will ultimately produce. Number one, the corrupting nature of evil in the world as the devil works through his secret agents under his control will continue to spread evil just like leaven makes bread rise until the whole lump is corrupt. Number two, eventually a false world religion that is totally corrupt will empower the beast or antichrist who will rule the world for seven years through demonic powers during the world's time of tribulation judgment from God after the church has been raptured. Number three, the parable is not about the church per se. Jesus promised that the gates of hell would not prevail against his church. Remember, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. So that means since Jesus can't lie, evil cannot, I repeat, evil cannot overtake the true church. Not as long as it's in the world. Jesus guarantees it. So praise the Lord for that. Number four, as long as the church is still in the world, evil cannot totally corrupt the whole lump. God is still calling out from the world into the church people that belong to him through faith in Jesus Christ Amen So until the Lord returns believers need to know how evil works in the world so you won't be fooled or be discouraged This is how evil works Number one Evil works in the absence of light Number two Evil works through people that the devil controls Number three Evil works secretly by deception. Number four, evil has a corrupting effect. Number five, evil is a conspiracy. Number six, evil is revealed under fire. And number seven, evil has an agenda to rule the whole world. Amen. That's what Jesus means by the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. The kingdom of heaven, friends, doesn't refer to the church, but it is a term that Jesus uses to refer to everybody that professes to be a Christian, whether they're real or not. It has to do with how things will be in these last days as God works in the world through the church. That's what the kingdom of heaven is really all about. It's not talking about the church. Again, I want to emphasize that. But it refers to people that profess to be part of the true church, whether they are or whether they're not. And in these last days, these fake Christians won't grow alongside of the people that are really in the true church. But that's the way it's going to be till Jesus comes. You see, now I hope you understand why I say evil is like COVID-19. It has to spread in order to survive. So don't play with evil. Take Paul's warning. It only takes a little leaven to spoil the whole lump. Remember 1 Corinthians 5, 6-9. Friends, one bad apple can spoil a whole bunch. If you don't get rid of it, the whole barrel will go bad. Bad company corrupts good morals. Hanging out with the wrong crowd going to get you in trouble. Friends, run from evil. The Bible says if you resist the devil, he'll flee from you stomp evil out of your life out of your heart if you have to whatever you need to do you need to have the lord shining in your heart in your life and you can't do that with the evil leaven. watch out for the devil's leaven. hallelujah god is a good god and he's great and if you get god's word in your heart and if you study the word and you trust his holy spirit to lead you The Bible promises that the devil won't be able to put leaven in your heart. Jesus wants you to know and understand the true nature of evil in the world and how it works so that your eyes will be wide open, your ears will be wide open. You'll see what God is doing and you'll hear what God is saying. Then you'll know what to do, friends. Hallelujah. Let me bless you real quick. And if you can say that today, you trust in the Lord. You trust His Word. Don't care what anybody else says, what the world says, what your friends say, what Reverend Flip-Flap is saying, or what Sister Saint so-and-so is saying. Who cares? You need to stick with the Word of God because the one thing that the devil can't fool is somebody who knows their Bible and their Bible is in their heart. Amen. So let me pray for you. Lord, I want to thank you today for the message I know the enemy wants to snatch it, but Lord, you bless it today. You touch who it's supposed to reach. You open someone's eyes. You open someone's ears. Encourage those that are saints, Lord, to be faithful until you come and bring into the kingdom such as should be saved. I'm believing you to do this now. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Remember, Jesus is coming soon, and I know you know what I'm getting ready to say next and I'm trying to get you ready God bless you